you'll want to reflect on where you've been and what you've accomplished. And then you want to decide what you want to bring into your life, put it in order for what you really want. Okay. Then you're going to figure out what your limiting beliefs are and what are they holding you back from? What is holding you back from accomplishing your dreams? Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Ray Ann Mullins, your guide on this quest to a vivacious life. Join me as we uncover the keys to ditch inflammation, conquer fatigue, and stride confidently towards a harmonious, health-filled existence. This podcast is your compass to a balanced and fit lifestyle. So get ready to elevate your wellness game and embrace the vibrant, high-quality life that you deserve. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. This is Ray Ann Mullins, your host. And like always, I'm very happy that you're here today. I hope that this episode finds you feeling healthy and strong and ready for an amazing new year. So because it's a new year and many people are setting goals for the year, you know, whether they're setting body goals, financial goals, travel goals, or whatever... I really think it's cool. Um, In fact, I love it so much that I do a vision board workshop every year. So I just lead people through like this workbook to set some intentions and goals and visions for their upcoming year and beyond. And I personally really love a vision board because it helps me see in front of me what I want to do or accomplish. So I have to tell you that this year, though, was the first year, and I'm proud of this, that I didn't include body goals, okay? The only goals I included that have to do with my health were to stay consistent with my strength training, stay consistent with cooking, stay consistent with what I already know works well. So that's actually very liberating. You know, it's like I'm not trying to um, create some new amazing physique or anything like that. And just letting that go from my vision board and letting it go from my mind has really freed up a lot of space for other things. So this year, I'm more interested in creating better services and programs for my clients and for my future clients. And I really want to start looking at um, my husband and I's future more, as in looking for the mountain house of our dreams, you know, and trying to figure out what we need to do to actually make that happen. So it's really exciting to me. I love um, creating these vision boards. I literally make them on Canva, which is a free like graphic design service that you can get online. And I find pictures that match, you know, exactly what I want to bring into my life. And then I have it printed and I hang it in my office. In fact, I'm looking at it right now. So anyway, I was thinking this would be actually a great topic today because it's still early in the year and there's plenty of time to set some intentions and goals. And by the way, you don't have to have a new year or a new calendar or a new journal or a new notebook or a new anything to start creating new intentions or better intentions or setting visions or goals. Like it doesn't have to be, but There is something new and fresh, right, about a new month or a new year that gives us that energy and motivation. So you might as well use it when you got it, okay? So um, one thing I want you to think about, though, is in order to make the most 
of your goals and to really create goals and visions that are sincere to you, okay, there are a few steps that we need to take first, okay? I'm all about like setting goals and setting intentions and having dreams, but there's a big difference between just thinking about it and having a structured plan around it, okay? So I think um, that there are really six steps to go through to really create a vision that is going to serve you best. So let's go through those today. Um, I'm just going to read them off really quick. I just have my notes in front of me. And then I will break each one of them down. All right. So they are, these are the six steps. First, we need to reflect, then manifest, then recognize and banish limiting beliefs. That's a big one. We need to visualize. We need to show gratitude. And then finally, create our action steps. Okay. And then, you know, then we could argue there's a seventh step. Do it right? But I'm just talking about how to set yourself up to get to the do it part. All right. So if you're not driving or if you're not walking, then you might want to grab a notebook and pen to jot these things down. And I will note them in the show notes as well. Like I'll jot down what they are so that if you need to, you can come back and read those if you didn't get a chance to write it down. And if you did my vision board workshop, this is going to be a review for you, but it's always a good idea to review. Even when you know something deep down, it's always good to remind yourself so that you remember that it's worth it. Okay. So the first thing that we need to think about when looking to make changes for our future is the past. Okay. So the first step is reflection. In order to know where you want to go, we need to first reflect back on what you've already accomplished, what you've tried, what you've learned, what have you accomplished? What have you done? What is going well? What went well? What do you want to continue to do? Like, what are you going to continue, you know, bring into your life, like keep in your life? Who do you want to stay? Like, who do you want to stay in your life with you? Who needs to go? What, you know, what needs to go? Is it like your career? Is it your car? I mean, it can be anything, right? What has gone well over the last year? Or, or more, but really if we're looking at this from a year standpoint, we would say, okay, what happened in 2023? You know, what went well? What didn't go so well? What do I want to keep? What do I need to get rid of? You know, look at the past, reflect, okay? So without reflecting and really making note of the good, the bad, and the ugly, it's hard to really make decisions going forward. And I think, you know, for me, it, and probably for you too, it's easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day like doings, right? And actions and just the monotony of life. And life is pretty lifey sometimes. And so it can be really easy to kind of forget what is good. Like it's easy to forget what, you know, you're learning and what, what you have, okay? So taking time to reflect is really important, really, really important. And I did that, like I said, for the workshop and they, I had kind of forgotten about some really major, big, great things that happened over the year. I mean, I didn't forget them, but it felt good to bring them back up in my mind and realize what a big deal they were. So you too have had some really good, big things happen over the past year that maybe you're not, you know, giving enough credit to. Okay. And probably you've had some hard things happening too. 
and I have too. So we get to decide how we get to move forward. And I think that's really exciting. So first step when thinking about setting new goals and visions for your future is to reflect on your past. Okay. The second step is to choose what you want going forward. What do you want to manifest? Okay. We're always attracting and manifesting whether we realize it or not. So the question is, are we manifesting from our automatic thoughts, okay, limiting beliefs and behavior patterns, or are we being intentional with our vision, mindset, energy, and habits, okay? So fortunately for all of us, abundance is everywhere and available to us at all times. You have abundance inside of you. You have everything you need inside of you. Okay? And when we are intentional about where we are going and we're willing to look at our mindset and energy and habits, then we can decide what has kept us from getting to where we want to be. You know, we can tap into that abundance once we're intentional about knowing what it is we want. If we just fling through life, you know, a lot of stuff can be thrown at you, but I feel like the people who really learn and who are really intentional about each action and where they're going are going to have a more fulfilled, high quality life versus somebody who's just making it through the day every single day. Okay. So I have a friend, a really good friend who is the biggest worry wart I know. Love her to death, but she is constantly worried, always focusing on the negative in her life. And it literally creates more negative. It is like almost like a comedy because she will be in a really bad mood, complaining, complaining, complaining. And then it's like, and then her, you know, she spills her coffee and then, and then she, you know, her shoe lace broke breaks and then she trips, you know, there's all these like series of events that happen because it's almost like she's constantly looking for the negative. And by the way, I don't feel bad sharing that with you because we've talked about it and she knows it and she's working on it. So that's cool. So when you're focused on the negative, right, all around you or in your life, you will manifest from a place of lack and not abundance. So even when times are hard, you do have the power to focus on the positive and can turn your situation and circumstances around. Okay, now I don't want to be like a toxic positive person, meaning like I don't want to just like blow sunshine up your butt, you know what I mean? Like just because like I really do believe that you can take any situation and find the good in it, the whole silver lining thing. I really do and that is how I live my life and you don't have to but I promise you when you can change your thinking to that, it it just feels easier. Life feels just a little bit easier. Okay, so I remember when I used to like look at people like especially women like with great bodies and or or people with lots of money and nice cars and then I'd think to myself, wow, I wonder how they got so lucky. Like what like what made them so lucky? Like why them? You know, what what did they do? Like what to get so lucky, you know? Well, my beliefs have definitely changed and I don't really believe in luck anymore. I believe in intention, action and habits. Sure, there are people out there that, you know, 
do have great genetics, you know, awesome for them, or maybe are born into a family with lots of money, but it's still up to them to live a lifestyle that keeps them there. You know, it's not guaranteed that they'll continue to be so fortunate. Um, okay. Let's say that someone's born with like this killer body, you know, if they eat terribly and don't take care of themselves then they may not keep that nice body, you know what I'm saying? So it's all about intention and action and continuing your consistent habits. Okay. And I truly believe that what we focus on grows. So it's like what you think about most appears. So if you think a lot of bad crap is going to happen in your life, watch out because it probably will. But if you think there's a lot of great, fortunate, wonderful things about to happen to you, look out because you'll see it. Okay. So I want you to think about going through some categories in your mind of what you want to bring into your life. Okay. So here's some ideas, um, love and relationships. You know, what do you want to bring into your love and relationships? Maybe you need new friends. Maybe you want to deepen your friendships. Maybe you need a new love, or maybe you want to, um, improve the relationship with your current love. Or maybe you want to improve relationships with your children or grandchildren or your neighbor. It doesn't matter where in your life thinking about love and relationships and love doesn't have to mean like in love. It could mean like just loving your friends, like, you know, just caring for like, where can you improve in that area? What can you bring into your life? Okay. Or, or maybe you don't want to bring more friends into your life. Maybe you're just overflowing with friends and you want to figure out which friends you want to spend more time with. I mean, that's definitely an option too. All right. The next category would be money or financial. Like, do you need more money? Do you need, um, money to buy your mountain house? Or do you want, um, maybe just to invest more, or maybe you actually feel really satisfied in that area and you're ready to retire. Like what can you do there? Or maybe you want to start meal planning more so you can save money or, you know, there's so many areas that you could touch on in that category. Then the next area would be physical goals, physical, like body goals. You know, do you want to get stronger? Do you want to be able to do a pull up? Do you want to, um, lose weight or maybe gain weight, or maybe you want to, um, get a surgery done that you've been putting off. You know, what kind of body goals do you have? And then that kind of leads into health goals as well. So body slash physical slash health goals. You know, maybe you have this goal to like get off of your cholesterol medicine, or maybe you have the goal to um, improve your prediabetes, you know, whatever it is, think about it, jot it down. Um, travel goals, you know, do you have any travel goals? Do you want to go somewhere? Or maybe you don't like to travel and you want people to travel to you to visit you more. Um, how about your physical environment? That's a whole nother category. Do you love your house? Do you love your, you know, curtains? Do you need new ones? Or do you want to like change, you know, the, the carpet in your house or get rid of the carpet and get some more tile or some wood floors, or maybe you just need some new paint colors. Like what can you do to change your physical environment? For me, P.S., I'm looking for some plants and stuff because I've just been kind of making my office a little bit more cozy. So that's just an example. All right. Um, let's see what else. We have travel goals. I'm looking at my notes. Physical, um, material things. What material things do you want? And by the way, it's okay to want nice things. 
I had a real hang up on that for a long time. I almost felt guilty wanting things like I was a bad person or something. And it's okay to want nice things. Like maybe you want a new ring. Maybe you love jewelry. I do not. Um, maybe you want a new car. Maybe you want a new couch. Maybe you just like to go shopping and buy clothes, whatever it is. Like, what do you want? How can your life get better? Okay. Think of any category, anything you desire. How can your life get better? And what will you make or what will make you feel abundant and more fulfilled? You know, is it relationships? Is it material things? Is it your environment? Okay. And I think it's really important to say that maybe you already have a lot of what you desire, right? That's awesome. But even then, I bet there's still something that you would love to see in your life that maybe you don't already have or that you want better. Just what is it? This is your chance to dream and to manifest, put it out there. Okay. If you don't at least put it out there, probably not going to happen. And I need to say this too. Don't worry about the how right now. Just write down what you want because the how doesn't really matter right now. You might just be blessed with one of these things or more than one of these things and it may be completely out of your control, but you've got to at least put it out there that you desire it, okay? Manifesting. The third step, sorry, I got a little long-winded on that one, but I get really excited about manifesting because it's fun. You should really enjoy that. Okay. The third step is recognizing your limiting beliefs and patterns that are getting in the way. Okay. Your limiting beliefs and patterns that are getting in your way. Since the moment we are born, we are being conditioned to be a certain way, right? It doesn't matter where you're born or who you're born to. We all are being conditioned. When we're born, we're basically just like this big head, that is experiencing everything for the first time, right? It's like a complete clean slate, just completely impressionable. This little brain that is absorbing every sight, sound, feeling, noise, everything. We're absorbing it and learning, you know? And then, and then as we grow, we try things. If you get yelled at or spanked or, you know, reprimanded in any way, then you're like, okay, signal to myself, don't do that. Or if people are like, loving you and thinking you're wonderful. And then you're like, okay, continue that behavior because it got good, you know, good response. So, you know, our opinions and impressions are put onto us from our parents and our teachers and our neighbors and our siblings, etc. babysitters, anybody that you encounter as you grow. And even as an adult, whoever you're around the most, you're probably going to be influenced and conditioned by them. Okay. And vice versa. You're going to be conditioning other people to be like you as well. So we are likely to become who we are around the most. I love, you know, I don't know how true exactly it is, but there's that saying that you are going to be the most, or you're going to be like the most, excuse me, I can't get it out. The five people around you is who you are most likely to be like. So if you think about your closest five people, right, are you like them? Or are you trying to be like them? Or do you have similar interests? Do you have, you know, similar financial statuses, similar um, even appearances, you know, the way you dress? It's very likely that, yes, you're a lot like those five people, okay? So, again, I don't know. I mean, 
I'm sure there's not everybody's like that, but if you think about who you hang out around the most, whether that's your family or your friends or your work people, your colleagues, then look at all the similarities. Okay. We tend to bind together, but anyway, over time, this conditioning creates small and deep subconscious beliefs inside of us. These beliefs come from what we've learned, right? What people have said to us or what we have witnessed others saying to other people or what we've witnessed people doing. These become blocks in our mind, which can stop us from living our best life. So these beliefs may stop us from trying to do new things or go new places or meet new people or, you know, go to school, start businesses, uh, get new jobs, move to a different city. These beliefs hold us back. Okay. So, you know, I, I think it's important to say that, you know, it's not like our parents tried to create blocks for us, right? At least most parents don't really mean to. I'm sure that we, and you know, me as a parent, I know of some blocks I've created in my kids and, you know, I'm sorry I did, but at the time you're just doing the best you can, right? We're all just doing the best we can. Our parents did the best they can, even if it wasn't the best, right? Or maybe you did have amazing parents, but that doesn't mean that they didn't put limiting beliefs in your mind. And I don't even mean them specifically. Like, like I'm saying, it's not really a mean intentional thing. It's just, it just is what it is. Okay. So, you know, Oftentimes when I work with people actually on this, I get a lot of resistance because many people feel guilty when they think um, that they need to think differently from their family or parents, okay? But that in itself, thinking you can't be different from your family or parents is a limiting belief or block right there. That's a limiting belief or block thinking, oh, I can never do better than my parents or I can never leave this town because... My parents said this is the place to live or I, you know, whatever, whatever it is. So we must pay attention and discover what our limiting beliefs are. What is something that you believe deep down that holds you back? Okay. So I had a belief for a really long time where I guess somewhere when I was young, I heard or got the impression that people with a lot of money are bad people, right? Like, so for some reason, this stuck somewhere way back in my head. So anytime I would start to do well with like a job or with my business, I would feel guilty or like I was doing something wrong. So in fact, I would usually do something to sabotage myself and I would end up, you know, quitting or starting over again and again. And a lot of people do this like with weight loss too. So if you find yourself making, doing this pattern of like starting something and quitting or whenever you get to a certain point and then you quit and give up, it's because there's a block. There's something stopping you. Okay. So it was just a few years ago that I actually realized that that was a belief I had. And I was like, what? Like I had to like really work on it to get rid of that block that was like way deep inside of me, you know, and it's taken a lot of work, but it's slowly slipping away. Okay. So anyway, no matter what your belief is, okay, maybe like I have a client whose grandmother used to call her fat kid. <laughs> A fat kid. So so mean. It's like I'm laughing, but can you imagine being called fat kid by your grandmother? So if you were called fat kid growing up by someone that loves you, then that's probably a block in your head. Maybe the whole rest of your life you think, oh, I'm just fat kid and that's who I am, right? And maybe you think you're supposed to stay there. And so you're like not really doing well if you try to lose weight. 
okay? I know that's kind of a weird example, but it's, it's a true example, okay? Or maybe someone told you that you weren't smart and now you believe that. And so you tend to um, not try in certain areas because you think you're not smart, right? That was me too. I, no one ever actually said, you're not smart. I did have someone say to me, and I've probably said it on the podcast before because it's a really big thing in my head. I did have someone say to me once, well, it's a good thing you got the looks because you didn't get the brains. And that was a really hard thing to take um, and to hear. So if you've had someone say anything like that to you, then probably it's holding you back from trying new things. Okay. So Spend some time thinking about what you want to accomplish and ask yourself why you haven't done it yet. Maybe it's just because you didn't know you wanted to do it and that's why. Or is it a belief? Like what belief is holding you back? When you discover some areas that may be in fact holding you back, it's time to challenge those thoughts. Are they true? You know, are these thoughts, these blocks true? Are they really true? Like can you show, can you really prove that they're real? Okay, or are they someone else's opinion that you have made your own? This can take a long time to A, figure it out, and then B, to get rid of, but it doesn't have to, okay? If you really wanna break away from old patterns and beliefs, you can do it with intention and some work. You just have to know that it's there, okay? You've got to be aware first, and then you can start working on it. And I will say that one area that can really help is doing meditation or breath work. And of course, therapy can help too if you need it, okay? So definitely super, super important to recognize your limiting beliefs and patterns and eliminate them. Okay, step four, once you reflect, know what you want to manifest into your life, recognize your blocks and limiting beliefs, it's now time, step four, to visualize. When we can truly visualize with all of our senses, all five senses, we are more likely to achieve it. So what does it look like to do what you want? What does it sound like, right? What does it feel like? What does it taste like? You know, what will you say or do, okay? Like literally go through all of the areas and just you know, close your eyes, take some deep breaths and allow your mind to dream, like dream about what your life would look like if you were living exactly how you wanted to live. And then literally put yourself, like just close your eyes and imagine that you're there, okay? And it might sound weird to be like, what does it taste like, you know? Well, maybe one of your goals is to, um, you know, I don't know, own a consulting business. And so what does that taste like? Well, maybe it tastes like, drinking a glass of wine with your top client, right? Or what does it sound like? Well, maybe you hear yourself giving a big speech, okay? Whatever, like I'm just throwing out some ideas for you. So I just gotta tell you though, I've been doing this for a really long time, okay? I actually did this with my fitness studio. I've told you that before if you've been a follower of the podcast. I literally at night would lay there and imagine the colors of the walls. I would imagine the stereo. I'd imagine where I was going to like, you know, put the equipment, what the mirrors looked like, what the lights would look like. I would literally just think about it all the time. And guess what? I brought it to real life. It looked exactly like I imagined it. Okay. Um, I also did it with my house. I did it with becoming a nutrition coach. I did it with climbing a mountain 
that I climbed 13 times. So I know that you can do it too. And I too have more dreams that I want to realize. So if we stop dreaming and stop striving for new, okay, or more experiences, that's frankly, I think when we die, (laughs) I know that's a little deep, but I truly believe that at every point in our life, we need to be growing forward, even just a little bit. Okay, even if you're done with your career, or even if you're done with kids, or even if you're done with kind of the big like things in life that we think we're supposed to achieve, you know, there's still life left. And once you have like no will left to grow, I believe that's when we hit the proverbial downhill. One of my favorite exercises to do for visualization is to imagine your perfect day. What are you doing? What does your entire day look like from the moment you wake up and then, right, think about what you need to do or who you need to become to make it happen? I love that. I do. In fact, I I recommend you doing that now. I say pause this and if you could just create in your mind what the perfect day would look like for you, okay? It's such a fun exercise and here's the thing. You can make it happen. You really, really can. All right, step five is to have gratitude for what you already have and what you already are. Gratitude is a critical step. In order to achieve or receive more abundance in your life, you must be grateful for what you already have. And it's important to be grateful for the failures and lessons in your life too. Every experience that you have, good or bad, is a lesson. You get to choose to be grateful for it or not. When we're grateful for our failures, we will learn and then create growth from there. So if you're not failing, you're not trying, okay? If you're not failing, you're not trying. Or I also like to say, if you're not failing, you're not living. Because everything we do is an experiment. Every single thing we do is an experiment. There is no like final truth, right? The only truth we have is what we experience and what makes us feel good, okay? I really believe that. All right, so final sixth step is to create action steps. Okay, here's the deal. I think you need to be careful about creating a gigantic to-do list that overwhelms you and causes you to freeze, okay? Because then you'll just be right back to square one. So what I recommend is going back to the exercise of creating your perfect day. Write down what is already like how you want it and then imagine like the parts of your day or life that you um, want to bring into it. So probably already you have a lot of things going the way you want in your day. I imagine if you have the time and the energy to like listen to, you know, sit down and listen to a podcast or go for a walk and listen to a podcast that things are going pretty well in your life. I mean, truly, the people who can't listen to podcasts and don't have the time to go for a walk, they aren't as fortunate as us, right? And if you don't realize that, then I want you to realize that now. Like we're really fortunate for right now, okay? So think about your perfect day, write down what is already, you know, what you want, um, and then go to the areas of your day that you need to bring, you know, something new into your life. Like, what do you think will get you there, right? Like, how would your day be different? What is it that would be different? And then what do you need to do to make that happen? Okay. So is it a big thing? right? If it's something really big, like get a new job, then probably you need to break it down into smaller pieces, like figure out, 
you know, what you're going to do. Or maybe if it's that you really, really want to move to a new town. Well, again, you probably can't just move tomorrow, right? So we have to be like realistic, okay? Creating action steps might be really small, little build-up steps to get to the bigger thing. So when you think about the ultimate goal, you want to work backwards, okay? Think of your ultimate goal and then step back. What happens right before that? Okay, well, what happens right before that? Okay, what needs to happen right before that? So work backwards, okay? It's kind of like, have you ever like needed to go somewhere so you do like the reverse math of time? You're like, okay, I have to be there at one. It takes me 30 minutes. That's 1230, which means I need to shower by blah, blah, blah. And you take breakfast and you do the backwards math. Well, it's kind of the same thing with setting these goals and creating action steps. It's like see the end goal and then work backwards to create your smaller tasks, okay? And then start checking them off. Start small. Okay, and oftentimes it really only takes that small action just to get the motion, the momentum moving, okay? So you guys, that's about it. (laughs) I actually said a lot more than I meant to, so this might be a little bit longer than I intended, but I think it's all really important stuff. Um, You'll wanna reflect on where you've been and what you've accomplished. And then you wanna decide what you wanna bring into your life, put it in order for what you really want. Okay, then you're going to figure out what your limiting beliefs are and what are they holding you back from? What is holding you back from accomplishing your dreams? Okay, and then you're going to work on eliminating those limiting beliefs. Get help if needed. Okay, this is a major, major step to really creating life that you want. And then once you have all that squared away, in fact, you don't have to have your limiting beliefs totally gone yet. Just have them in your consciousness. Okay. But then you're going to want to visualize and really spend time visualizing all the details. The better the vision, the more likely you can create it. Okay. If you can see it, you can be it. After that, you'll want to take some time to show your gratitude for all that you have accomplished and even your failures. Be grateful for wherever you are today. You're exactly where you need to be. And then finally, create an action plan by breaking down the steps you need to take to be where you want to be next, okay? This could be a lot of fun, okay? And I believe so deeply that you are in control. No matter what your circumstances are, you have the power and ability to create what you want. You guys, thank you so much for being here. One of the things that I'm manifesting um, and I'm taking action on is this podcast. So in 2020, I manifested doing a podcast. I started it in 2021. This is 2024. So I did it, but what I didn't do is take it to the next level. And so what I'm manifesting into this year is to do exactly that, right? I'm putting in my order to the universe to create a better podcast and a bigger audience. So if you think this podcast is at all valuable, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast or at least share it with some friends, family, or anyone that you think might benefit. Okay, so thank you guys so much and I'm gonna catch you next week. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast today. Remember, while we've explored incredible tips and insights, none of this is to replace personalized medical advice. Always chat with your trusted physician or healthcare professional before making changes based on what you've heard today. Stay inspired, stay curious, and keep striving for that balanced fit and free lifestyle. 
Until next time, take care and keep thriving.